Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. It's not the size that matters, it's how you use it Isn't that what they say? Well, mine isn't very big, but you could say I'm proud of it Might even show you someday My small hometown I've seen some bigger, I've seen some smaller I've seen them fade away but the only thing that matters is nothing really matters. I kind of like it that way in my small hometown. In my small hometown. In my small hometown. I remember as a little boy doing all the things I live. Sunshiny days, the friends that I have made That's why I stay in my small hometown In my small hometown In my small hometown In my small hometown It's not the size that matters, it's how you use it isn't that what they say? Well, mine isn't very big, but you could say I'm proud of it. Might even show you someday my small hometown. My small hometown. My small hometown.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people and First Nations people from all over the planet who may be tuning in and acknowledge that on this large island and surrounding small ones, all the lands were stolen and never ceded. 3CR, um, as I say, broadcasting from the lands of the Kulin Nation. Be chatting um, today with someone on Dajawarang lands um, from Castlemaine Pride, hopefully very soon. And um, 3CR um, this is, uh, hosts this show out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre. And we opened up with Willow, small hometown, um, from his fabulous album, Out of My Hands. And if you want to get in touch with the program today, there's lots of ways to do it. As always, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. Also the same on Instagram. Out of the pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne on Facebook or my page, Sally Goldner AM. And if you want to send a postcard or something, um, we can do that too. We are communications diverse. P.O. Box 1277, I'll start that again, P.O. Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. And remember, any opinions on this program are my own. Um, Possible content warning for today, may do need to touch on uh, mention of transphobia, which has been happening around the world, and, well, um, perhaps bracing ourselves for more of it again. So if you do need um, to get some support, um, Rainbow Door is there on 1-800-729-367 or QLife around so-called Australia, 1-800-184-527. And, um, well, the reason there could be a content warning because... Um, as of half an hour ago, we are now officially in election mode, as opposed to the unofficial one that's been going for most of this calendar year. Um, Scott Morrison went off to Government House to have tea and scones with his, the Governor-Generalship and um, has now called the election as at half past 11, May 21st. So um, let's hope we can have both a happy happy Hobbit Day, Ida Hobbit Day on May the 17th and well, obviously now we're in election mode. Um, we're 3CR um, operating under broadcast guidelines, so I certainly won't be making any direct comment on um, which party to vote for. And look, if you're um, a few things, let's dive into it first. This is a show covering pan issues, the show preceding us, by the way, which I always do sometimes forget to mention. Out of the Blue, a show that dives deep for the marine news, as they always do, every Sunday morning from 11.30 through till um, noon. And, um, well, we're covering queer issues and want to get some things underway here. Um, if you're a queer candidate um, of any party, we'd love to hear from you. We, uh, under broadcasting laws, have to keep track of the amount of time we give to each party or candidate um, to make sure that there's a fair range. So if you're a queer candidate, know of one, love to have a chat with you. It'll be, it will be firm but fair, as the saying goes, regardless of which party you're from. Um and um, um, love to hear from you. But also love to hear from queer and allies, what issues do you think, from a queer perspective, we need to be covering? I'm not going to claim to be a broad-ranging electoral analyst, and I'm well aware that 
you know, queer might be pushed down the ladder because people will be debating things like climate change, how well has the government handled COVID, um, economy and foreign policy, uh, things that will probably come up more. But this show gives the grassroots a voice. So you are the grassroots, you are the, you're the voice, and we, we do understand that. Um, probably every apology to um, um, John Farnham, but um, seriously, um, um, yeah, we'd love, love to hear from you. So I'm going to be trying to cover a range of issues if I don't get candidates on what are things, things what we need. Um, well, gosh knows there's a lot, um, you know, that you could cover, um, so, but um, let's get, I'll do a bit of a brainstorm. Um, obviously, you know, making sure that we end um, or minimise religious exemptions, particularly for all students and all teachers, um, is really, really important. That's one that's been in the news in the last few months. But um, also, I think that can also be a little reactive. And I think it's time we started putting our agendas out there um, um, progressive, um, proactively. I feel a bit frustrated that at times we've allowed ourselves to become reactive and let other people, um, um, you know, sort of um, take over the agenda. So what if we were um, queers and allies, were the benign dictators, what would we want? Well, you know, overall there's lots of things. Perhaps we need some national anti-vilification law. I mean, in the past I've tended to shy away from it, um, thinking education can help, and we certainly need national education campaigns for the groups that are, you know, sort of have progressed less in our rainbow, bi, trans, intersex, ace, um, to name but a few. Um, but um, we, I think that education, you're going to get about two-thirds, three-quarters of people go, oh, I didn't know that, I'm fine, I'll, I'm happy to review things. And then it gets harder as you go to the, in inverted commas, other end of your views, other end of the viewpoint spectrum, and that's where you need, um, you know, sort of um, anti-vilification laws. So that could be one that affects all of us. Um, but then we, the thing that I think has happened since 2017 and the dreaded postal survey is that various groups, as I say, have fallen behind. Groups like, from my own sense of self, bi and trans, and for others, intersex and ace. Ace, ace being asexual slash aromantic those who have little to low sexual attraction being asexual, those who have little to low romantic attraction being aromantic. And to use an obvious Melbourne joke, that's not aromantic, but you can be aromantic and aromantic if you drink coffee. Anyway, seriously. Um, so these are the things we'd love to hear about. What about other issues? We, you know, we've had some success here in um, the wacky tram city and state of Victoria with an LGBTIQ commissioner. But can we take that and build on it further at a federal level? How do we make sure that we get the best person and not a political hack from any party? And mind us, I say any. So these are lots of the issues that um, we need to start thinking about. I'm going to cover them in depth with people um, now that the election is called. Um, now, I've had a couple of um, messages um, come in, um, as I think uh, Winnie the Pooh once called them. Um, well, um, let's have a look at them. A couple in from Mel um, on the emails, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. And um, things what are happening there. Um, Mel has um, 
come up and said, the election has begun perfect time with the Grand Prix starting here in Melbourne now. Is it a race for ScoMo, Sally? Well, look, it's a race for lots of people, uh, Mel. Um, you know, 41 days of racing, so to speak. Um, but where are we racing to um, I, is another question. And your second question is, would I care to predict the election result um, or any particular results? Not in a squillion years, Mel. Not even, um, you know, even if you put ask me, only, only put a dollar on it. Uh, I think that people have learnt from last time where the opinion polls, you know, had this Labor landslide and they turned out to be wrong. Now, you know, yes, there could be some different circumstances this time, but the problem we now have is that in the old days you could um, use a database of landline phones and get a random sample. Can't do that so much anymore as landlines are decreasing in number and we've got more mobiles. And the thing is, the other thing is, Mel, and everyone that... There's just so many variations across seats now. It's almost like there's this flexible strategy that, you know, in a political way targets particular seats. The Sunday Age this morning has a story that um, people, you know, the politicians aren't visiting Victoria apart from the marginal seat of Chisholm and they're focusing on other marginal seats. Um, So there's going to be variations around states and territories. There's going to be variations across seats. I doubt it will be a uniform swing who knows? I really, no, seriously, I just would not want to predict a result. Um, it's certainly a race, and I think, as I say, this leads to your back to your other question. It's a very interesting race um, that um, you know is so variable. I mean, we have the you know sort of situation of a very um, sent it seems um, you know sort of careful you know sort of the right balance in terms of the voices for candidates who have a lot of backing who have um, structure behind them, so they're not just re- sort of, um, you know, ragtagging type of stuff, which sometimes, you know, it's hard going being an independent without any, you know, sort of real backing financially or structurally. So they've got, you know, sort of resources they can all turn to, sort of like the head office and the branches, if you like. Um, you know, people um, are not falling for, um, you know, there is obviously dissatisfaction out there, um in terms of um, Scott Morrison, but has Albanese bitten? Look, I'm not a, pol- a political analyst, and um, <laughs> Peter's just um, messaged in. Anthony Green has just appeared on the ABC. You know it's an election now. Um, I'd agree with that. Um, yay, Anthony. Um, he's the man. Um, I don't think he's a pan, but he could be. Seriously, so lots going on. Um, yeah, um, so it's going to be interesting times. And the other message, um, we live in a multicultural city here in Melbourne and acknowledging our own privilege is a step in the right direction along with education. I'd love more diversity in queer spaces as there is a hierarchy in the community. Well, I'd certainly agree with that. And coming you know, back closer to home, I personally, in relation to this, have become a bit concerned lately that there's an unofficial and this is my word, cartel of the larger queer organisations who are willfully and proactively pushing out um, some of the smaller ones. Now, obviously, I'm not going to name names, but a lot of people are feeling that. And there's a feeling that some, you know, there's a parallel here that we think of our politicians and perhaps some parties more than others being out of touch with the grassroots and how they're thinking, particularly on the issues that affect us as queers. Unfortunately, it's a fair call to say that some of our 
um, you know, sort of queer organisations aren't keeping up to date. I heard of a large queer so-called LGBTI organisation that offers diversity education that um, offered a definition of bi, which is um, attraction to both men and women, which is no no bi person, the plus person I know would accept that definition because it erases um, non-binary people and the people attracted to them. And if they can't get the 101 right, how are they going to support us? There's also concerns that some of our political, uh, some of our LGBTI organisations are not um, politically um, neutral enough or politically non-aligned might be a better word. I've heard some concerns that a prominent queer activist, not in Parliament at this time, is heavily aligned with one political party and therefore will not criticise that party, possibly hoping to get a plum job. Again, not naming names. So we have to make sure we keep our own backyard as clean as possible. And I've spoken many times on this program about lateral hostility. Well, what are we going to do about that? That's our job to clean up and we can't sweep it under a rock and we can't fall for this, oh, we have to appear to be united sort of stuff. But um, we also you know, sort of have to, um, you know, make sure that we are proactive. It could be hard to get um, queer issues onto the, the broader agenda. We're going to ha- might have to be targeted in our social media, might have to work with others, find um, allies elsewhere who are interested in social justice um, and um, um, go from there. So all sorts of things to consider. Love your thoughts, um, Mel and... Um, Hoffler, I should say, um, uh, messaging me. But, you know, plenty of listeners out there. We, I want to hear from you all. Um, you know, what things, what are happening? What matters to you? So let's go through those means of technology again. 61456751215 for SMS. Tweet at Sal Gold said so or on Instagram. And that's the bottom line. And um, Facebook, out of the pan, 855AM Melbourne. And my page, Sally Golden AM. Um, let's um, continue at this time with um, oh, some more Australian music. Here's the Hoodoo Gurus and Castles in the Air. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Once I built a castle in the air Over you and I in a blue, blue sky We leave behind the weight of worldly cares I thought we could fly We only had to try Should by now Every pleasure always holds An equal share of pain Thought it all worked out I have no doubt Wow Wow 
Every kite has got to have a string for it to fly up to who knows where. Castles in the air. So there are strings attached to you and I. They hold us tight. We can't take flight. Love Channel 31? Do you have a favourite program you just can't miss? Or even a favourite Channel 31 personality? If you love your local community TV station, well, there is a way you can help. Head along to c31.org.au and click the big old donate button. Your contribution to your local station will help to keep us on the air, making more of the quality TV you know and love. Plus, you'll help to make sure our team can continue to provide access, training and education behind the scenes to hundreds of young Victorians. That's c31.org.au. And click on the big donate button. Thank you. A 3CR supporter. Melbourne Jazz Jammers present... The second Newport Jazz Festival. 60 plus bands, seven venues, and three days of great music from some of Melbourne's finest musicians. 29th of April to 1st of May. Trad, swing, blues, big band, Latin, bossa, bebop, and beyond. Tickets at the Newport Bowls Club box office in Market Street or online at melbournejazzjammers.com.au. The Friendly Festival. The Newport Jazz Festival is a 3CR supporter. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every <clears throat> Sunday afternoon. And with a frog in the throat sometimes. That's right, live radio for you people of all genders. Thanks for your company. 
And prior to the messages, we heard from the Hoodoo Gurus, a car- building a castle in the air. Well, um, people are, of all political parties and um, um, ideologies trying to one, build their castle in the air, hoping to have the um, voters sort of chip in with the building and have it finished in 41 days' time. All sorts of things happening. Peter uh, Hoffler, sorry, has come in with um, a very interesting question and statement. Quote, I was in an Uber the other day and an older male driver, late 50s, was listening to the Fox News from the USA. Where are people getting their news from these days? Now, this is an interesting question and it taps into something. I've had a very lovely few days. I finally, after 15 months, got up to see Family of Origin on the Gold Coast um, from Wednesday evening through to yesterday evening. Lovely time. And, you know, the Gold Coast... In to some extent, is a place where there's a lot of retirees, older people, and it got me thinking that you know perhaps in days gone by, people assumed that you know everyone tried to be as honest as possible, and of course, now I just don't think that's the case anymore. And so, people possibly believe the Fox Newses and the Australian, and won't question it. They think people genuinely believe what they say. Now, during the week, we heard allegations, repeat allegations that um, of branch stacking where people claimed they were a moderate and got people in to support them, but they're actually all sort of more socially conservative in the Liberal Party. Now, that's, call me old-fashioned, call me, you know, a fuddy-duddy or something, call me a cab and send me home, but that's lying. Gee, it's a breach of one of the Christian Ten Commandments, and apparently a a so-called Christian did that. Hmm, not that that would ever happen. Um, so, um, you know, I think there's a factor there that people listen to news thinking, oh, well, you know, I can work out, you know, to how to agree to disagree, but there's plenty of, you know, sort of people who will put on, um, certain commercial radio presenters who put on emotionally manipulative, snarky voices. I remember one commercial radio presenter during the postal survey who, if he was talking about the no campaign, would just say in a neutral tone of voice would say, the no campaign, but then if talking about the yes campaign would say campaign would say the gay lobby, the gay crowd, which is you know that sort of subtlety can often um, people can be sort of hooked in by that. So I think we've got issues here, and we need a wide range of sources, and it's a worry, um, which I'm going to lead into the topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, Hoffler's always also said there's a state of cannibalism in the New South Wales Liberals, according to the ABC. Some candidates not ready to campaign. Well. Um, you know, what was it? Pop will eat itself. Um, well, New South Wales liberals are allegedly eating themselves. Certainly not ready to campaign with the High Court's challenges only cleared um, two days ago. And that's a reasonable opinion. Um, but what I wanted to talk about, I feel like I need to send solidarity to our trans um, siblings around the world. It's been a very tough couple of weeks in the United Kingdom with Boris Bozza Johnson and Scott Mozza Morrison. No, Scott Bozza Johnson, uh, Bo- Boris Bozza Johnson, they're, so they're probably very similar, um, twins separated birth seriously, and this is where we raise the content note, um, you know, announcing reneging on a, pa- a promise to ban conversion practice and then changing his mind, but only for sexual orientation and not gender identity, and then a, pri- a prime minister of the UK making highly transphobic statements about um, single, single sex spaces and so on. And, of course, it's the same wedge tactic that we saw in February here in Australia with the Religious Discrimination Bill. It seems that um, 
well, now at least for another 41 days, that's off the table with Parliament dissolved. But um, we've got to make sure that we don't bring that back. And it's I'll raise the content note here. There's been um, huge, um, you know, sort of um, spike in trans people calling counselling services in the UK, according to an article that I got in The Guardian uh, last night. Um, and that's really, really disconcerting that that's the case. And it's, of course, it was similar here during the postal survey for all of LGBTIQ communities. Now, it's disgusting that people try to say things that I, in my opinion, are transphobic at any time. Um, and yes, often it comes from the same four sources and they're loud and shrill um, elements, and I very clearly say elements of religion, elements of politics, elements of media, elements of self-described radical feminists, and their voices are loud and shrill. And, for, and that's the problem, I, because I honestly believe the vast majority of humans are decent and, and want to do the right thing and will listen. Hooray! Um, but it, it hurts. And so I feel very strongly um, for my trans siblings in the UK. I might have to see if I can track someone down to see if they're willing to have a chat and see what um, how we can be allies. I mean, we've got, obviously, the next 41 days very critical for Australia. Um, let's, you know, I think it's a fair comment. It's not electoral opinion or telling anyone how to vote. <clears throat> but the last nine years of coalition government at a national level in this country haven't been particularly superb for LGBTIQA plus people. And I think a lot of us might be at breaking point of the point, thought of another three years. That's not to say how we should vote, because Labor didn't exactly stand up strongly enough for trans people during the religious discrimination bill debate. And this is the disadvantage of their small target approach. And you know, look, at least um, Rowan Leppert during the week, we commented on this last week, um, developments occurred. And you can also hear an excellent interview with um, um, Ricky Spencer on my queer um, colleagues program, In Your Face, James. The podcast's up for that, which um, first airs four till five Friday afternoon, Australian Eastern Time. And, um, 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 you know, we're facing... You know, so there is concern that trans issues are being, um, you know, could be part of this cam this campaign. That would be horrendous. Um, and you know, the Greens have now apologised for Rowan uh, Leppert's um, um, sort of um, response um, for Rowan, Rowan Leppert's comments and the hurt that has been caused. Um, and um, you know, this just seems to be a real concern. But we also have to look closer to home that, you know, I've said this before, I'll say it again, trans people did not get enough support during from uh, some of our own cisgender gay and lesbian advocates, not bi, um, declaring any bias. Um, the bi community has been overwhelmingly supportive of the trans community in my time and continues to be so. And we've got lots of research in Australia now showing a huge overlap of the bi plus and trans and gender diverse communities, which I've always said makes sense. If you're bi, you just say, well, gender's not the first thing you look for in a partner, and trans people have to question gender to be ourselves into internally. So, um, you know, this is um, a huge issue. And we really, but um, also on In Your Face on Friday, James spoke with the fabulous Dina Curie, and he said he's noticed a lot of support at the grassroots for trans siblings this time. 
So, um, you know, we are going to have to make sure that we get the right standing up. And I'm worried that some of our, as I said a few, you know, early in the first segment, some of our larger LGBTIQ organisations are too quick to get, um, to use the obvious pun, into bed and make, well, gay or straight marriages with political parties who don't have great records on supporting the trans community. Mel's come in with some more comments. Um, yes, some people not acknowledging their own privileges and careerism, um, being some of those large organisations. Um, yes. Um, Mel's also said a younger generation ignoring traditional media, so Hoffless has a point there. We live in our own bubbles and news isn't going to be credible. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm, I agree with you on um, younger gen- I, From what I know, said the 56-and-a-half-year-old on younger generations. Uh, you know, I find that um, you know they are there's that sense of savvy and not taking no nonsense from nobody, which is great. Um, but um, you, know, um, you know, they're sort of um, whilst they're voting, um, they're not in power as yet. Have to fix that. And Mel's also said, "Here, here, Sally, privilege and unconscious bias trumps decency, even in our progressive community." Well, you can say that again. So email me again. No, only kidding. Um, so yes, some big issues for us to consider there, and um, we need to make sure that everyone gets a voice. And Mel's also come in and expect a nasty campaign. Oh gosh, yes, I've been bracing myself on all fronts, not just um, rainbow issues by a long way. I mean, we've seen that already. It's just been a whole lot of mudslinging, very little real debate on issues, a lot of cliches and phrases. All right, let's have a breather and let's have something much nicer. Uh, Of course, now is time for the part of our ongoing series of podcasts from Pacific X. It's episode two today. Let's have a listen and see what's um, coming in from the islands with episode two. There was a point where I got scared that I'll catch COVID and I was dreading it. I think everyone was. So I'm grateful for COVID because it helped me slow down with all my social activities and all my other commitments. Like I got to focus a lot of my energy into me and like figuring out what I want to do in the future. So yeah, I think my advice would be just enjoy through it. Like it's going to be hard, but being in business is never going to be easy. And if you can survive through COVID, like, it's, you know, testament to a successful future. Milo says, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us on navigating the small business through COVID from your perspective. Where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Nuafe. It's N-I-U-A-F-E. And yeah, flip me a message, even if you want to chat, meet up, have fun, or get some cake. If you know me, then you will know mental health is extremely important to me. If you need to talk to someone, talk to a stranger. QLife is an Australian-wide anonymous LGBTQIA peer support and referral for people wanting to talk about a range of issues, including sexuality, identity, gender, bodies, feelings, relationships, or you just want to talk. Contact QLife on 1800 184 527 or visit their website on qlife.org.au for more information. Furthermore, for information on COVID-19 financial support for small business, go to business.gov.au and choose Victoria from the drop-down list to get more information on COVID-19 disaster payment and jobs of Victoria. Eligibility criteria applies. Malo Lele, this is Nuafe, and you're listening to PX Fano Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,
You've been listening to PX Fano with the Pacific X Collective, speaking about keeping COVID safe and what that means to the Pacifica LGBTIQA plus community. For more of the latest information about COVID, go to www.health.gov.au. Listen and download our episodes from 3cr.org.au forward slash And to find out more about who we are, go to pacificx.com. PX Fano would like to thank the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Program for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Our theme music is produced and performed by Fina Ely. Catch us again next week on Out of the Pan on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. The fabulous crew from Pacific X um, with the second episode of their podcast series and um, thanks to the Office of Multicultural Affairs. Um, You're on 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. I've tried being a boy from the bush, but it didn't work for me. I need to be a sensitive new age guy from the bush. We've been hugging trees. We've been patting sheep Oh, we've been learning to cry On weekend retreats We've been burning incense Cause we like the smell And we practice withdrawal We don't use the pill We're the sensitive new age guys from the bush And we're back in town We do yoga when the sun goes down We're life members of the male bonding club Yeah, we're the snags from the bush and we care for the scrub We've been baking cakes We've been knitting socks We're polite to our wives And we hand wash our jocks We've been doing Workshops on creativity We've been getting in touch with our femininity We're the sensitive new age guys from the bush And we're back in town We do yoga when the sun goes down We're like members of the bush walking club Yeah, we're the snacks from the bush And we care for the scrub We've been doing aerobics and trying to lose some fat. Oh, we've been having our mates around for a cuppa and a chat. Our bodies are temples that we love and respect. And we're into this latest thing called sacred sex. Yeah, sensitive new age guys from the bush. We do yoga when the sun goes down We're like members of the male bonding club I hear the snacks from the bush and we care for the scrub 
Yeah, we're the snacks from the bush and we care for the scrub. CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally, Greg Champion and from the custom CD and the sensitive new age guys from the bush a um, based on of course Lee Kernigan's boys from the bush. Unfortunately, my guest as advertised um, seems to we've seemed to have had a technological hitch, so not I'm going to be having Martin from. Castle Main Pride on the show today, but see if we can sort that out for next week. Um, which reminds me, while I think of it, um, we are coming up to a lot of um, the various, um, or and if not, are already in various seasons um, <clears throat> in no particular order. Um, I just had a message. At, I had a message at random. I was at a little cafe called Random. No, not that sort of random. Um, but actually, no pun intended. At this week, this Ramadan. Bridge Meals is organising weekly iftar for LGBTIQA plus Muslims and those from Muslim backgrounds. Join for an evening of togetherness, laughter and reflection. Um, you can email bridgemealsmelbourne, or one word, at gmail.com and, um, for more information. So that's really cool. And of course, um, coming up this, um, we're coming up to Easter for those whose Christian faith is important to them. And for someone like myself, of Jewish background, um, coming up for Passover. And that begins in the, this Friday the 15th um, um, in the evening and ends on Saturday the 23rd. So um, lots, if your faith is important to you, regardless of your sexuality or gender, I hope it is a time of meaning for you. Um, the other thing, of course, is um, you know the, the roads could be back to being busy for the first Easter in three years. Please take care out there with your pedestrian, um, you know, cyclist, um, vehicle, vehicular driver, or any any road user of any sort. Um, just sort of be, you know, be get back to the fact that this could be a busy time again, and just um, you know, be aware um, that um, that's the go. Uh, what else is going on? Yes, and if you are partying of any sort, you could be partying. Um, of course, do it COVID safe and and safe sex and follow rules of consent and things like that. Um, no means no. Enthusiastic yeses uh, mean yes and maybes mean no. All those sorts of things are just a few um, which um, need to be considered. Um, what else is um, going on? Um, there's lots going on. Um, Mel's had a message to me, which I'm um, just wanting to bring back up, um, whereby to wit, um, uh, Mel says that um, her mum is not reading the age anymore. Well, that was something I wanted to touch on this week, and I'm becoming a bit of a cranky pants with the age, I would have to say. Um, you know, they really are becoming Murdoch-like. Um, in their transphobia, one columnist in particular um, who just seems to be trying to bait us. And thankfully, trans people will not, um, including myself, I had this situation come up in February where they wanted, in an opinion piece that was in the age I was told, oh, we need you to respond to this, this and this from the other side. And I said, well, you want my opinions, sod off, no. And so frankly, um, I didn't use those words. Um, I, for some reason, I tapped into my British-born dad who would have said sod off. Um, but anyway, and I think this is, again, we want to get our issues on the agenda. I'm sick of being reactive. 
um, sick of feeling like we're constantly asking, you know, having to fight back from what we don't want. Well, we have to get that on the board. And I think one thing that will be very important is trans people leading trans issues. There's within the trans community, there's increasing grumpiness that we're not being spoken for directly and adequately. And so um, I think that there needs to be a movement towards more trans individuals, trans specific organisations and family organisations representing trans because um, we're being pushed down the list by perhaps people who are, could be careerist or perhaps have their own internalised prejudices and unconscious biases. Um, Hofflers come in, will this be a pun for election for me? Not in a million years. Um, there may be bias um, because I'm by and I've got an ass. There we go. See, there's a pun for you. Um, so, um, you know, sort of um, we need to make sure that we're, um, you know, chipping in here and making sure that we get, you know, the results that we want. And, you know, they'll um, be surveys released soon on, um, you know, what people want as their LGBTIQ plus priorities. Um, you know, it will be interesting to see how that goes. Um, yes, what else is happening? Um, yeah, look, the age, um, you know, look, as I say, their piece this week was just absolutely... Um, you know, sort of, it's it getting ridiculous. They really are a sort of Murdoch light, um, and that's really not um, very helpful um, for anyone when that happens. Um, you know, sort of, um, Hoffler's come in and said since the takeover, it's gone downhill. Well, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, Costello Media. Um, gee, I wonder if there's any coincidence. But um, you know, um, a very um, very, very poor um, situation. And, you know, it does seem to be trying to echo the situation, as I say, in the UK and other countries. And also, again, solidarity to LGBTIQ people, to and with LGBTIQ people in Ukraine, including some trans women who can't change their birth certificates and therefore, um, you know, sort of... Um, um, you know, sort of are being forced to stay in Ukraine rather than get out. Um, and Hoffler's sent me um, the link to the column that got a trans people's irritation up during the week. And I'm not going to mention the name or the arguments. Um, you know, um, let's just say it was published on the 6th of April. You can, um, people can find it for themselves, but be warned, it's full of um, generalisation stated as fact. Well, uh, I've been catching up uh, over the last few months, um, dug out the old, managed to reconnect um, and get the right connections going so that I could um, play some vinyl, which has only ever been released on vinyl, and um, have a listen to it again. And I found this track from a classic bluegrass album, Apropos of Nothing, um, and from 1975, and um, this one is just amazing. So um, get your um, hats out, um, be sensitive new age people from the bush, and let's have a listen to a track from the 1975 classic bluegrass album, Old and in the Way. And um, here is a track called The Hobo Song. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on...
all about a voice in our own country. We've got a reason to be screaming out, where's our voice in this country? You know, not that I want to be a part of the Constitution for that, you know. That's why 3CR is so important to, to me and this community here. We've got a voice, but it's not, you know, we're entitled to a bigger voice than what we've got. But it's all about having a voice. Subscribe to 3CR, fiercely independent and community controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 8377. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Um, just about out of time, but very quickly. Um, uh, following up on the Age's um, opinion piece, um, Junkie, who do good media, have been um, have give, put an article in on this, and um, it talks about how a number of trans people have refused to write for them. Well, um, after um, the Age ran, Saturday Age ran a piece, a, or a version of the Saturday Age ran a piece on trans issues, where they didn't tell me they were going to have radical feminist viewpoints in. They then came to me for an opinion piece early in February. And I said, and they wanted me to respond to some of the radical feminist allegations, to which I said, no, you want my opinions, you get my opinions. Trans people say what the issues are, not religion, not politics, not media, and not um, um, radical feminists. Interestingly, they didn't approach me this time for a response to Julie um, Zago, and that's public knowledge, who is the author's article, and so that's the only time I'm going to mention the name. Also going to say that I was um, approached by Julie Zago for a uh, year ago, to write an article on trans kids and it still hasn't been written and I feel very betrayed by what I see as um, dishonesty. So I'm going to, I join the debates on um, The Age and someone else, um, Navoza Zin, fabulous trans uh, non-binary advocate, Julie lied to get an interview with me and coaxed me into a false sense of security. So um, I agree with that, Navo. My, I'm going to have to say my experiences are similar and this needs to get called out. This is unethical media. Yes, murder, murder media does it all the time, but for nine media to do it as well is not acceptable. Um, and frankly, um, you know, that's why we have um, stations like 3CR to um, call this um, rubbish out. Um, you know, so um, there it is. Anyway, better get way, make way for freedom of species because they come in at one and they are to quote the title of our closing track today from Paul Kelly featuring Kate Miller-Heidke, Bound to Follow, because that's the way the schedule is. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. I woke up with the dread of stranger by my bed the room was cold, I swear she'd entered with no tray. Are you real, I said, or just somebody in my head? She said, hush now, you must follow. Next thing I recall, I'm walking by Silver Lake. I couldn't tell if I was dreaming or away. She kept just ahead of me, no matter. Tried to gain on her I knew I was bound to follow I had to follow 
backbone. 